BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Guys, customer service is essential to your business success. And for faster, smarter customer experience, you can turbocharge your CX results with CX1, the world's most complete customer experience platform from NICE. It's never been easier for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences. With the scalability and flexibility of the cloud, you can power up your business goals like never before. So don't get left behind. Find out more today at nice.com. That's nice.com. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien for HealthAid Kombucha. Uh, this bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst quenching. Uh, great for your gut health. HealthAid Kombucha comes in many flavors. Pink Lady Apple, your passion fruit tangerine, uh, ginger lemon is one of my favorites. It's organic, a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. You guys know I'm a big sodi fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink that instead of making you feel like you were drinking chemicals, it made your tummy feel good? That is Health Aid Kombucha. Look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Makes my dang tum-tum feel good. So make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 233, episode 2 of Dare Daily Zeitgeist! Yeah! production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it is, of course, Tuesday, April 19th, 2022, 420 Eve. 420 Eve, baby, a.k.a. National Garlic Day. <laughs> Is that, why yeah. is it National Garlic? I don't that, know. That's just one of the days. 419 okay. is National Garlic Day. I'm not yeah. mad. I'm, that's like two fucking things in a row that I love. Weed and garlic? Like, mm. what's next? Pizza on the 21st? All right. Garlic. I, I'm trying to figure out a way to talk about garlic that is anything. But yeah, that's that stuff's pretty good. Well, do you think... Okay, at one time I remember... Hey, Miles, you know what? I got to take on this. It makes your breath stinky. There you go. What's up? Mix that with cotton mouth. If you hit a blunt and then eat a clove of garlic, that's weaponized gas, basically. Yeah. 
Wait, but I, this is funny when you talk about garlic. I, I I probably have told this anecdote before because I don't have anything that I haven't shared on the podcast anymore as a human being because I've been doing this for so long. But I remember mentally checking out of a date years ago because this person was like, they didn't want to go to a restaurant because they didn't like garlic. They're like, oh, Italian food has a lot of garlic in it, huh? And I'm like, what? I'm like, I mean, there's stuff that isn't. They're like, yeah, I don't like garlic. And I was like, this... In my mind, I was I had completely just left the building because that said to me a lot of bad stuff. Mm. And maybe I'm a isn't, isn't that one of the things that like people with celiac can't eat? Maybe they just had celiac. And no, no, no. She was not. I mean, it wasn't even. I, I, that was my first thing. I was like, oh, is it like a? Because I know some people their stomachs can't handle it or whatever. It's mm. like too raw the acidity. And she's like, no, no. It's the it's the flavor. I think she was just letting you know she wanted to do some kissing later on. I don't I think know. that was what that was. Probably. Well, that wasn't Miles. the way to my heart by saying okay. you don't like the fucking flavor of garlic. Then I'm like, yeah. your mouth is fucked up. I uh, at one point, like we had something garlicky, like some garlicky vegetables. I was trying to get our kids to eat, and I told them that garlic like keeps vampires away. And then like that traumatized lie. Them. I will say, okay, right. there I said it. It's not true, I don't think. Uh, but that has blossomed into me being like, oh, yeah, and carrots, they keep the oh, mummy shit. away. Oh, and man. it's just, like, yeah. expanded out into, like, You're Bob Odenkirk. parenting. You're Bob Odenkirk, and I think you should leave now. Now you're going <laughs> to yeah, say you got exactly. doubles of broccoli and shit. Yeah, triples exactly. of Brussels sprouts because it keeps the mummies away or whatever. Yeah. Now, like, when we're out, if we're eating something, they, they ask me what? monster the food that i'm trying to get them to eat keeps away and i just have to hang my head in shame you never i feel like other places other parents lean into the fucking superpowers that a thing gives you yeah we're we're probably a year past the superpowers because yeah after my kid ate ate like all his vegetables and then jumped out of a second story window (laughs) (laughs) but like they're 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 smart enough that they're they're like the jig is up on that right Right. like they they know they can't fly after they eat uh, a bunch of brussels sprouts you just say i would always be like eat your carrots because it helps your eyes so you don't have to wear glasses or like it helps your eyesight long term yeah but that didn't work on me because i didn't like the flavor yeah no, I mean, because they're into superheroes, so they want they want like oh, tangible, you yeah. know. They they ask for a spreadsheet, they ask for a PowerPoint to explain that shit. Oh, so shit. with you... monsters, though, the good news is you're you're rarely gonna get called on that shit because like I haven't run into a Dracula in years, right? Like, in Los well, Angeles, that tracks. Have you yeah. done the that optical illusion where you can make it look like you're levitating for your kids? <laughs> no, I haven't. Done Yo, that. have Yo, me over. I'm not, and I'll yeah. be like, Jack, I'm so weak, man. I think I need vegetables <laughs> or something. Oh, and then like you give me like some cauliflower and I'm like, oh, 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 shit. I'm like, stand back, kids. And I do the levitation <laughs> shit. The They're levitation. like, ah! two inches yeah. off the ground. Yeah. All right. We're, we'll do it because that that would work. They're, Yo, they still fall yeah. for the look what I found in your ear thing. Oh, if they're falling so, for that, I don't yeah. want to give them nightmares and shit. Though. They're like, yo, keep that demon motherfucker <laughs> awake who was flying through the house off the cauliflower. All right. Well, uh, hey, we haven't even introduced ourselves. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Obi-Wan, a.k.a. Uh, Pachinko opening credits fanboy. That shit is dope. <laughs> if anybody's watching that show, those opening credits may be my favorite thing I've seen on TV in a long time. Mm. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. It's Miles Gray, a.k.a. Someone may have spoken, spoken, 
Someone may have spoken, spoken, yeah, yeah. Someone may have spoken. <laughs> oh, we're going back pizza for today. Oh my God, that's <laughs> obviously to the tune of Jeremy, Jeremy. Uh, by Peril Jam, and that's by Andrew Bub on the Discord. I see. Now, what was happening there? I, because you were yarling like Eddie Vedder, I couldn't quite make out the lyrics. Uh, someone made spoke. Someone made spoken. Spokane, Washington. Okay. Someone, Someone may have spoken. Okay, got it. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm with I'm hey, a, I'm, Yeah. <laughs> well, Miles, we are yeah. thrilled to be joined in our third seat by oh, yes. a very hilarious, very patient comedian and podcast host uh, who just had to sit through all that shit. You know him from his podcast, Airbuds. Yep. Sorry, we love football. Mm. Sneak this and just all of his great work with follow through studios it's jamel johnson hey what's What's up up? what's up guys (laughs) welcome i was was fucking with that intro you never know some shows they don't want you to talk yeah you know no that laugh was good there's something yeah had a little something i guested recently on another show and i looked down the whole time they were doing the opener because like in my mind i was like backstage or some shit right it was It's the shit that these weird Zoom habits I have now. I was in a room with these people, too. So I just wasn't used to. So I was like this the whole time they did their opening. Then I was like, hey, what's up, everybody? Yeah. You're just telling God speak through you. You know, please. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Prayers. up. And also, who who does that with the hat? And they like come. I feel like I'm picturing like Michael Jackson coming like up from the ground with his head down. I mean, everybody does the low brim. I mean, that, I mean, that yeah. might have just Hope. been a very dramatic I mean, intro. Like, you were just frozen, like, ready to I'm, ready to let them know. To be honest, I may be copying Jay-Z, because Hove did that. So, hopefully, okay. you won't have to go through that. You wouldn't have to. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> Jamel, where are, you, where are, you, are you living in L.A.? Are you wearing an Ohio State hat? Yes, I'm wearing an Ohio State hat for the troops. Okay. R.I.P. Haskins, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I, I didn't go there. Is that the Ohio okay. State University or yes, yes. just another Ohio State University? Okay, the, that's the, the okay. Ohio it. State Ohio. University. I just always like to make sure. But I'm from Virginia. Uh, you know, the D.C. burbs. I say D.C. to save time. Right. But uh, Woodbridge, Virginia, for those who really want to know. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And how you like in L.A.? So how long you been out here? It's cool. Shit, I've been out here, like, coming up on seven years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're almost from L.A.? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I know how the traffic works. I was very excited to uh, that basketball was over in L.A. for the first time in a while. <laughs> it was sick. Yo, I'm like, I'm thinking about riding a bicycle on the 110, like in San Andreas. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no shit happening over there anymore. <laughs> yeah, there's finally some space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good <laughs> challenge. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, are, do you have an NBA team? I am a fan of the Washington Wizards. Okay. okay. Stay tuned for our third consecutive ninth pick in the draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That nine spot, though. That, I feel like yeah. there's been some good players in there. Dirk, was Dirk nine? Dirk, Dirk was somewhere around there, low lottery. And, you know, yeah. Rui's good. I, li- I like our guy, Rui. Yeah. Me yeah. Too. Obviously, shouts to my black and knees people out there. Come on now. That's like yeah, the yeah. first like non Laker jersey I bought. I was like, well, if they're when they're black and he's like, I got to, gotta, 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 gotta love. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're gonna tell our listeners a couple of the things that we're talking about. 
Later on in the episode, we're going to be talking about Greg Abbott's racist political theater. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to be talking about Florida rejecting 54 math books because some had critical race theory in them. Math books. Mm -hmm. That's 41% of the books submitted for review. So, (laughs) hmm. They, we don't have details on what they saw in there. But nah, we'll, we'll nah, just, you don't need them. You don't need them. <laughs> you you can just trust them on just this. trust right? us, man. They were doing some critical race shit in that math book. We're going to talk about the concept of cabin fever, whether we have it as a nation. Um, so all of that, plenty more. But first, Jamel, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? Uh, My search history, kind of boring lately. Yeah. Uh, I just I searched Adidas yesterday. Okay, just um, just the words, just the like, word Adidas. Adidas fuck it. What's up with them? Yeah, just seeing what they was up to. Uh, Easter suits. Mm. Yeah, I was looking at Easter suits, looking at up the tan Obama. Yeah, mm. I think mostly what I'm searching is clothes. The weirdest thing I searched is Gino Green Global shirt. Do you remember these shirts from the? It's like late '90s, early 2000s. All the rappers wore them. They were very oversized, and there was a bunch of number nines. It was like oh, okay. shirts with like, oh, a bunch, like yeah. every rapper what in New York. Fuck? Papoose yeah. had like, a, like DJ Clay Slay. Had right. Like, oh, rest in peace. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. K. Slay. Exactly. Like yeah. they had like a exclusive Gino Green Global gear. Yes. And I was in Seattle and I saw a 5X red leather Gino Green jacket. Wow. And I didn't get it, but if you, it's probably still on the wall at the crossroads. You could open for Papoose. In, in Capitol Hill, go get you one, yeah. Yeah, rocking that outfit. Oh, my Did God. Did you ever I'm... get to the bottom? First of all, were you were you searching this because you have three consecutive nine picks and you were doing some yeah. some <laughs> meme work in the content <laughs> mine? Right. Official gear for the Wizards fans. <laughs> Not exactly. I was trying to figure it out. It actually was why I was searching it. My little brother was like, my little brother was talking about, he put up a tweet about our draft odds, and I was like, here's here's us when we get the ninth pick again. <laughs> and it's a picture right. of Papoose and TJ Kessler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I miss these fashions. Oh, put some South Pole jeans on and you're yeah, back. I mean, you're you're, you're ready hopping to the go. time machine. Pla- Fubu Platinum? Oh, my God. With the fucking Fat Albert graphics? <laughs> Come on. Come on. I thought on. they were back. I thought Fubu was all the way back when they dropped the fucking yeah. Fat Albert graphics. Yeah. I mean, that because, and look, they were chasing that iceberg wave. Because I remember at the time, Iceberg was for people who have fucking money, you know, because like an Iceberg Mickey Mouse button up was so much money. Then the FUBU Platinum came in like, hey, we can do we can do lovable cartoon characters, too, at a lower price point. I introduced FUBU Platinum. Damn, I had a uh, I had a fake Iceberg sweater with Speedy Gonzalez on it. I mean, who didn't have the fake Iceberg back? I think like that was club. That was like mandatory club attire. Like you weren't you weren't doing shit if you don't have Iceberg on at the club. That's very true. And the the number nine was <laughs> was that so I'm just I I, Jack, I gotta get was iceberg back then. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> what was what wait, did you go to I mean when you're going to when you're in Georgetown, what did you guys go out? Did you what was like your going out clothing back then? Oh man. Button T shirt and no, uh yeah, maybe quarter a button zip. up here and there. Little, little button up, little oh, quarter yeah. zip with little the joint zip. underneath. Very baggy pants but yeah. like often like khakis just i dress like shit man like, <laughs> completely and totally dressed like shit was just like not socially functional 
Yeah, I was I was a mess for right for like one of those four years. The kind of guy who didn't have pants that could go with nice shoes. So like you oh, put your yeah, fucked yeah, up yeah. baggy pants over like That's dress right. shoes, and you're like, fuck man, this outfit. Baggy pants with outside. like the back of the cuff like kind of torn oh, up. Shoot up, because, yeah. Oh, Jack. Yeah, I know. Filthy <laughs> animal. <laughs> All right, I was gonna ask what the number nine was for, but I think it was just because it looked like a lowercase g. Was. I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. lowercase G's. There we go. What is something you think is overrated? Uh, I'm going to say ranch dressing on wings. Oh, mm. yeah. Listen, is that because you do that. are uh, adherent to blue blue cheese? Or I am. Just... I'm, I'm a blue cheese truther. Me too. Be, a, be an adult. Put some cheese on them wings. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of places with their ranch be off. A lot of ranches are watery. Now I n- I don't think ranch needs to be abolished. I think mm-hmm. ranch at the top of its game is some of the finest dipping sauce you can mm. dip, but just based on the numbers. Mm-hmm. A lot of times ranch is whack as hell and people are always like give me extra ranch please yum yum yum. Right. Move on from that. It's time to because you know a lot of times you regret that extra ranch. Yes. Mm. Tra- and treating it like the default is a is a food yeah crime. like being no. like oh you 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 don't want ranch you want you want blue cheese instead it's like come on yeah well, yeah man I, this is the other thing people need to look out for speaking of shitty ranch when you go out to eat and you ask for ranch taste that shit before you just put it on your food because <laughs> ha- like to your point jamel half the time the ranch out here is like cut with just nothing and it has no taste it's watery and I don't even think I'm even getting the flavor of ranch. Like, people just be, used to be like, where's my white goo with green flecks in it to dip my mm. shit in? And exactly. so some of these restaurants are having a fucking laugh, as they say in the UK, because you eat the shit and it, the, the taste is thin. It's not the same. And I, like, sometimes I go to places and the only time I can discern between the blue cheese and the ranch is because one has chunks in it. But then even then, if I just go liquid taste, I'm like, this ain't fucking this is it. This is cut, man. Yeah. They got baking soda in this, man. Baking soda. Too, I got too baking much. soda. All right, you stepped, yeah. on, you stepped on this. Come on. Yeah. OT Genesis this, is in the kitchen right now. Exactly. Stepping on the shout ranch. Out to, while we're here, shout out to Denny's, who does make their own ranch in-house. All right. So that's another issue that I've seen is when they brag about making their own ranch in-house. I, I got like a restaurant that I like around, mm. around here had... Pizza with a, a ranch dipping sauce for the for the crust, which I okay. tend to enjoy. Right. And the ranch was fucked. It was like <laughs> real dill heavy. Like they oh. just didn't they didn't have the mix right. And I've I like I couldn't even really define what was wrong. And like I I I got through like a crust and a half before I was like, this fuck this is so bad. Yeah. And you know. Oh. Sorry to hear that, man. I ate it at home. I did. I wasn't like sitting in the restaurant saying that loudly. But <laughs> yeah, I was just <laughs> like, "Oh, right. This is this tastes bad." But I, because they're saying it's homemade ranch, I was excited Don't for take it. Liberties. And it had a little momentum going in. It was. It's not good. Like That's the, a damn the homemade. Shame. Yeah, the homemade. Like you know, can go really well. Denny's isn't gonna fuck it up. I can tell you that for sure. Yeah, but I sometimes I don't know hidden like. I've never had a ketchup that is as good as Heinz. Mm. Like, I just feel like Heinz has 
has that and everybody else is like doing doing imitations of that like if i hear that there's a homemade ketchup at a restaurant um, or a kitchen made ketchup i'm i'm not excited about that ranch is somewhere in the middle of the factory yeah from the factory just brit take me to the hidden valley what uh what's something you think is underrated uh the starting shooting guard for the milwaukee bucks chris middleton yeah yeah i think you know for years and years and years everybody was up chris middleton's ass oh are the bucks gonna trade him does Giannis need somebody better to play with and then they fucking won a title and chris (laughs) was amazing so good now this year they're like oh the bucks do they even have a shot (laughs) the bucks the bucks won game one and everybody's like is chris middleton is he is he okay it's like guys just because he's not hot right. does not mean he's not the best. Chris yeah. Middleton is amazing, and I praise the man at every chance I get. Yeah, and I feel like there's always, like, that narrative is, like, is the postseason Middleton going to show up? Is who Like, which version do we get? It's like, and when he does show up, which he does pretty consistently now, you're like, right, there he is. That's that's just that's not a question like well you know what what version is it going to be this time it's like no there's a foundation there's like a yeah. there's like a floor with his skill set and that's Solid. where he's operating from yeah his name isn't helping him chris middleton with a k with a k too yeah, yeah. why right. the k h you know yeah cuz isn't he k h i think it is yeah that i'm like are like I mean, I'm, look, I don't give a fuck, I'm, I, but I would like to just, you know, for my own podcast or mine, I want to be creative. I want to know, let's go further back. The genesis of the name was there. Yeah. Was there Jesus Christ with a K like that? I'm just saying, um, like, like, I don't, that there's nothing that uh, offends me about his name. It just, I feel like his, his, like he's never, if he was the greatest player of like all time, the NBA would have a problem. They'd be like, all right, we need to come up with a new name because Chris Middleton. Just felt like good. Crystal. There you yeah. go. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, for for non NBA fans, like, I I feel like it's underrated to go look at like shooters when they get hot, like because you know a, a lot of the highlights you see are people you know dunking and just doing wild like athletic shit. But like the touch that's required, and like when Chris Middleton is locked in. Like some of the hardest shots he's hit, like fadeaway three pointers, like turnaround shit. Like that is, that's what NBA players are better at than anybody else. Like right. there's great athletes in every sport, but like the the touch is supernatural. Like the their ability to hit those shots consistently is pretty, yeah, it's pretty crazy. crazy. And then yeah. to do it again and again, it's in, it's damn near impossible to hit three shots in a row alone in the gym. <laughs> For me, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's, he's wild and truly one of the players where once he gets going, you're you know it's going in the second it leaves his hands. Yeah, yeah, which is also fun. Wait, so who are you, body? Uh, like, what's your how are you feeling about the playoffs? Who are you like in? What you like in? Or what do you? Or even if you know you like somebody, how do you think it on? What's your pragmatic mind even say? Okay, so I got money on Suns versus Sixers. Okay, but mm. I think I I. I think that the Sixers will fuck up somewhere along the way. Hey. Like they could they could easily lose to the Bucks or they could easily blow the second round to whoever Miami. they end up like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Some shit like that. 
They could mm-hmm. blow this round too. I feel like people took that first game as like, well, this <laughs> yeah. series is over. Um, right. I was going to ask you. I'm not like, for what? the Sixers. Jack, <laughs> not for yeah, the Sixers. The yeah, Sixers like, are going to Sixer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they they looked good in the first game. The playoffs are in full swing for non NBA fans, and it was yeah. a it was a fun weekend. Oh, very fun. Yeah. For not for only only two and a half months left for all you non NBA fans with significant others right <laughs> exactly. we're almost we're almost home right i know some people are like there's a play in game I'm like, yeah, yeah, before <laughs> just trust me i'm not making shit up like i did last year when i made up different games i had to go to <laughs> all right let's take a quick break we'll come back and talk about some news Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This episode is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop, powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. 
Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places and we're back and yeah, let's talk Greg Abbott it's been a while since we checked in with him and his race to be the shittiest governor in in America yeah it's he and Ron Ron DeSantis, right? neck and neck constantly trading blows you know mm-hmm. first first you think desantis <laughs> is up and then greg abbott hits you with that no look and you're like what the f- how did he do it again okay he, i guess he's in the lead now so like you said he's he's running for office he's got he's trying to stay in office again he's going up against beto o'rourke right now and i believe he's leading o'rourke in the polls and he's got to make sure he's hitting all the right notes to activate the base you know primarily doing everything he can to make a fucking scene and, you know, do the thing that most politicians in the United States like to do, which is treat human beings like actual detritus that needs to be hauled off to the dump. And last week, very controversial policies coming out of the state of Texas as it relates to immigration. So the Biden administration, they rescinded Title 42, which was preventing asylum seekers from getting an immediate hearing due to COVID. And once that was rescinded, Abbott opportunistically, like most conservatives are like, this guy, look, look what he's done. He's basically opened the border up and they're just going to fucking walk in with anything, this, whatever they want. They're going to cut the tags off all our mattresses. You're going to see is going to be fucking <laughs> chaos. And now he has created like last week, did a really good job of basically making it seem like there was a total crisis again, or at least to people who only watch Fox News. And to protect his state, Abbott did this thing where he's like, You know what? Since Joe Biden thinks these people need to get in the U.S. so quickly, I'm going to put them on a bus to D.C. and drop them off there because they're D.C.'s problem now. And this again, he said so Biden can, quote, immediately address the needs of the people that they are allowing to come across our border. And this was was that what the people wanted. Was that did he consult with the people about? Well, here's the thing. He made it again. He tried to make it seem like. Oh, I can just do this because I'm not letting this happen in Texas. Some people mm-hmm. want to like want to immigrate here, put them on a bus, get them out of Texas. That's not in his purview as governor because right. immigration <laughs> is enforced at the federal level. So what he did was find people who volunteered for a free trip to D.C., basically. Mm, got it. Which I'm sure I don't know if some people are like, you know, it's actually I got family in D.C. Yeah, you know, that's closer be, to where I was I'll be part of the stunt. Fuck sure. it. Like you, you saved me some. But again. This is he, he's made it all look like, look what I did. I got the riffraff out, dropped them off on Biden's doorstep because these aren't people who are trying to live a better life. They're just, you know, greedy because of most Americans who are, you know, just so against immigration. 
typically look at through the lens of like their own experience, which is, well, I already have anything. So for me to leave would mean I'm leaving because I want something more than I got or should get rather than looking at these are people who are merely trying to survive. It's not an inherently greedy act that they're looking out for themselves. They're being literally chased out of their places with people with guns by people with guns. So you take that with the other shit he's pulling and only recently stopped, which was he wanted to then make the the border crossing into Texas even like more fucked up by adding another like layer of truck inspections. People already say the border patrol like they already this is it's a it's a very the system works. There's no need to add another layer of holding shit up. But yet he did that. And this basically caused the gridlock to the point where the head of agriculture, like in the state of Texas, was saying, like, this is really fucking stupid. This isn't going to stop illegal immigration. In fact, it's only going to fuck things up. And it did. Food was rotting in trucks because it was taking some people as much as 30 hours to get through when it wasn't that much ever. It was like a, like 30 minutes at most. The head of agriculture in Texas, if I know Texas, is probably some socialist leftist. So that's probably where that attack has come <laughs> no. from. Right? Republicans is birth, baby. And Whoa. he's even huh. out because I'm sure because this this is the funny thing. This whole decision, right? They've pointed the Fresh Produce Association of the Americas were like, because of all this shit that like was rotting at the border, there was about two hundred forty million dollars in losses. Because mm. of shit that expired because of this stupid fucking stunt Greg Abbott put uh, was trying to pull. And now they're saying and now so prices are going to go up because the supply chain issues are only exacerbated by that. And they think, you know, it's going to take a, at least a couple weeks for it to kind of work itself out again. So with this one decision, Abbott created the optics that Biden was ushering in like drugs and weapons at the border, then made himself look like he was solving a problem. And then the congestion that he created was fucking up the supply chain so bad he can now just blame high prices on Biden. Right. Like it's like a fucking trifecta, basically. And, you know, for those of his constituents who are hearing what he has to say, they're like, that makes sense. We had Mm. to do all that. Yeah, there's a lot of. uh a lot of high prices going on with the thanks a lot Brandon stickers go going up on on the gas pumps. And yeah, people have like, to improvise their own too, right? I saw some posts on the internet where people were just like using sharpies on gas things, and they're like, "You didn't, you couldn't get the sticker." They're like, yeah. nah, I'm just writing thanks Biden on the gas pump. Partially, they're right in the sense that like he's not going to do shit to corporations to make them like rein in the the prices because of who he is and who who the democratic party is but right it just feels like the, and their solution is uh donald trump or ron DeSantis. Which... well that's i think that's the beauty of those like conservative troll moves or the like thanks joe biden where like he could explain like why it's not his fault but then he has to kind of give up the ghost on capitalism so like what right. you gonna do like coherently explain what all the market forces are and that you're beholden to as president doubt it so just shut up and then you know bear it rather than him coming out being like you know what actually it's time to fucking tax the fuck out these gas and oil companies that's a, that's actually the solution here but it's we're not there yet biden should bring back thanks obama <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's one more time right just keep passing the buck that's what i would do yeah just like yeah thank me thank that fool dude i didn't do i don't know nothing bro he's like <laughs> yeah what year are you in man you have do you even know history it's obama right. not me it's all it always has. Been. Yeah. Since at yeah. least the fifties. Right. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, Jen Saki comes out the press secretary like, what do you have to say to consumers with the rising prices? Honestly, they need to we need to be looking at Barack Obama. That's what I say. This is all Obama. We knew this though. Mm. Hate to do it. Hate to do it. But yeah. It, isn't the firm she's going to work for Saki? Isn't it like MSNBC? also involved in I, I or maybe oh. maybe it was a thing that she also like had consulted for before, but they're involved in like some union busting on on some of the Amazon union busting shit. Oh yeah, there there is a firm that, yeah, on one hand is like helping like labor like unions and the other consults low key with companies on how to bust unions, I think. Was it that yeah. was it that group? Who's like, well, yeah. that's what that's it. It's like uh, the dude from Catch Me If You Can, you know, he's yeah. like, all right, I know the unions better than anyone. I'll, I'll show you how to fuck them up. <laughs> I just remember seeing reading her statement on the Amazon like union unionization victory. And it just read like it was coming through the most clenched of teeth. Like we're really happy for them. And like it was just did not did not feel very celebratory. <laughs> like it's so good to see collective action working for the benefit of workers across the yeah. country <laughs> all right let's talk about florida so the texas and florida you know it's Neck a it's a red state off between the two and the state of florida has just rejected a slate of new math books because they were making white kids feel bad i guess I I don't even know how <laughs> this is the most confounding headline I've read. So they say that the, rec the rejected books, quote, make up a record 41 percent of the 132 books submitted for review by the Florida Department of Education. So of those 54, 28 rejected because they, quote, incorporate prohibited topics or unsolicited strategies, including critical race theory. They go on to, like, define kind of like what the problematic things were with some of these books that 41% of the submitted textbooks were impermissible because of prohibitive topics, uh, such as critical race theory, inclusions of common core, which is like more of nationalized standard of education that Florida was like, we don't want anything to do with something standardized. And they also like unsolicited addition of social emotional learning in mathematics. I'm huh. okay. This, these must be really interesting new, new age textbooks. And then, yeah, they go on to just sort of break down all these different things of like what materials were rejected. 71% of K through five materials were rejected. 20% of sixth through eighth grade materials were rejected. 35% of high school materials were rejected. And at the end of it, like Ron DeSantis is talking about saying like, oh, it's quote, it seems that some publishers attempted to slap a coat of paint on an old house built on the foundation of Common Core and indoctrinating concepts like race essentialism, especially bizarrely for elementary school kids. I'm mm -hmm. grateful that commissioner blah, blah, blah. So, I, again, I have not been in a classroom studying math like that in years now, but. I don't, I, everything was always like, yo, this motherfucker is, uh, you know, has eight apples and, you know, they're trying to sell it for this much. Those are the kinds yeah. of examples. Are they now having kids like balance police department budgets and then <laughs> say like where the excess can go? Caleb has 10 black friends dealing with depression. <laughs> How many therapists are available on Wednesday? <laughs> right. Exactly. Like really breaking down things like generational trauma is said to last for centuries. If this person was born in this year, I don't know. Again, I don't even know how they're useful or how they fucking how work. How many children will they have to have 
and uh, forced to play basketball <laughs> until <laughs> for their own dreams to feel like they've been fulfilled. Please write that down. But uh, this is just kind of continuation of uh, they're just now even being like math books are fucking off. Like this is this is now suspected uh, contraband because a math book. And again, like we're saying, we don't we can't even see the fucking examples. Right. That's uh, what because it does. It does like throw in critical race theory with Common Core, which could be a very dry, like bureaucratic, like, you know, pushback. Social emotional learning is like at the forefront of like, you know, childhood education. So I can see the Republicans objecting to that on the basis of it being right. Or, you know, be taking people's feelings into account. For sure. Yeah. We can't have empathetic human beings. Right. In this country. Yeah. What are we do? End up fucking pulling up for each other? No. Fuck that. Man. The alternatives they're facing so often are like between these two stories are stunts that get media attention while also like hurting the people that they're supposed to be. Is a serving yeah. like this. This is a, like that. This sounds like a fucking bureaucratic nightmare to like be this far along, have these books printed up, and then reject forty one percent of them, <laughs> and then like you got like food rotting in trucks and shit. Like right. that's that's not good for anyone. But it's like how they get headlines is learning the lessons of the Trump administration, which is just like being very bad at your job in a way that will piss off people who are paying attention, but will seem like you're owning the libs, like, right to the people who get all their news from Facebook forward. I'm curious, like, how many, you know, agribusiness people are like, this fucking guy just completely fucked my whole month up uh, with this kind of shit. I guess I'll support him anyway, because I don't like I don't like progress. So fuck it. I guess it's you got to take the good with the bad. But I'm curious, like with Florida, because isn't Texas like the state that basically runs the board for fucking all textbooks, like because of their outsized, like the amount of textbooks does. Yeah. Like, is this going to start a thing where like some of these books came from Texas and they're like, we're not putting no fucking CRT in our math books. How fucking dare you? And now they're at odds with, with each other. It's just a very. I'm not saying a lot of people are going to get hurt on the business. I think the theory on the Texas thing is that, like, they, because they make such big purchasing decisions, it's like thinking about, like, you know, any sort of business. There's these people who are making textbooks and they are getting approved by this, like, one board at the state level. And so, you know, you like the way that a Hollywood studio is going to be like, well, we don't want to piss off china with our like marvel movie our gay dumbledore right exactly the textbook makers are are that way with big states like texas and i'm also assuming florida like florida is a massive state with a massive population so yeah i I think it holds like across that like they're going to be heavily influential and it's almost like capitalism doesn't work if uh you have like these systems where it's just like, well, whatever the biggest market says, like that's that's who we have to please, right? Or else we're gonna like go have all these books that we have to trash and like reprint, and yeah, it just it sounds sounds bad. They just start being like, uh, Donald Trump only needs five electoral college votes to win the presidency, and they're right. just like, that's how they're gonna realign like the textbooks to just reinforce that kind of shit, and they're I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, 
we'll see what the future is. I mean, like it's 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 just it's just wild to even look at now in 2022. They're even vilifying math books, like yeah. if they can. Well, that's how they get you. It's about time we was done with math as a country, anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's just stop pretending. Remove yeah. math. Yeah. I feel like, and that's like, it kind of feels like a very American cultural thing to be like, I saw a tweet that blew up yesterday. It's like, hi, I'm 30 something years old. And I'm proud to say I still have not used algebra. Like (laughs) that there's always like this hostility to math, I think, in the country already, though. You know what I mean? So, yeah, maybe you might you might be onto something. It's on the way, yo. We're getting we're going to be done with math. (laughs) Like, fuck. Like. I mean, the fucking, I mean, we know how to use a, cal- a calculator. That's right. all you fucking need. I feel like that's the most math American people like to engage with, which is like, why do I need to know this if I can put this mental thing onto my device or whatever? But, you never know when you're going to be out in the woods. You know, your devices are going to be out of batteries and you're going to have to do long division to save your life. Doing remainders on some bark. Yeah. I feel like that is like everything I needed to know about like adult life you you learned from like your teachers not letting you use calculators on math tests <laughs> like it's like well i had to do it this way and it's like oh so we'll we'll never get student loan debt forgiven will we because <laughs> well you know that, no jack like, just nope, wait for the nope. polls wait for right. the polls to drop low enough and you know big daddy biden's gonna smoke bomb that fucking student debt shit to try and you know salvage his own ass i feel like that's the only time we're gonna see shit like this what percentage do you think he's waiting for? You think he's like high 20s? And then he's going to be like, ah. No, I mean, because what? It's been pushed to August. Mm-hmm. And that's giving you, what, three months, a couple months before the election? I don't know. Because I we'll think, see. you know, the thing they're always contending against is like the the memory of, of American voters. Where it's like, you could have done shit like literally like three months before the election. People are like, I don't know. Was it? Who Who's president? I don't fucking know. <laughs> or you could like do that good thing and then like... Use that to create momentum to do more good things instead of just everybody thinking you're an idiot. We we have to stop talking about good things because good things to us means completely dismantling capitalism. Right. You know, so they can't do too many good things because they're like, what do you mean? Like give broke people like a piece? No, fuck that. I'm just talking about if we're talking about electoral politics, I'm just talking about things that would make him incredibly popular. (laughs) Right. But that's the thing. I mean, like that's what we always see. Right. Even like we talk about student debt. There's this recent article talking about how he had, you know, his advisors research what he was capable of doing through by executive order to, re- to for student debt relief. He got the answer in early April of 2021 and has not told people like has not been forthcoming with what the findings were of that. And that's why everyone's not like telling. It's cute when he doing? does it, right? It's just he's just being. Yeah. Cute. But meanwhile, you're just causing cute. untold amounts of stress because. Yeah. You're playing a fucking game to be old, oldest man in a shitty house. Right. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. Talk cabin fever. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This episode is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop, powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places and we're back so there's a, there's kind of a broad consensus among scientists and anyone who has flown on a passenger plane over the past 12 months that people don't know how to act anymore and like there, there's the thing that children take off your masks, like 
kind of thing that I feel like every time I hear it, I'm just thinking of like right wing creeps who think everyone on the left is a is like trying to steal their kid and like is a child like trafficker or some shit. But I, I do think that there's got to be something to like kids not seeing faces for a healthy chunk of their development mixed in with the isolation of lockdown periods like it has to have an impact right like in the same way that like the movies and tv i watched as a kid have an impact like that shit has to have an impact like that's just <laughs> shit they're taking in i mean it, it yeah I, I, I think developmental experts have said like you're not if kids aren't seeing the full range of emotions because they only see like half a face that can that's not optimal i don't know exactly what the full like what the the fallout exactly is but no i mean i i, I i've heard that before yeah and i feel like kids coming out of college too like so, some of the shit they had to put up with with like being in dorms and then like the lockdown protocols on college campuses and that being enforced by you know often very shitty institutions <laughs> like mm -hmm. that don't have your best interest in in mind i don't know it feels it feels like not a great situation mentally and I don't know, I, I hear it raised, like, everywhere from the, you know, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock to coverage of sports to, yeah, just, like, everywhere. Well, Will Smith was losing his mind before COVID, so. <laughs> right. I think we, I think, you know, we could mark that at about 2018. Will. <laughs> <laughs> but it is feel, it does, no, there is that, I mean, I've experienced it myself. The first thing I did, one of the first public things I did out of, like, lockdown, I got reprimanded by the Staples Center to security staff because I was, didn't know how to stop yelling at the top of my lungs, <laughs> harassing players. And right. I did, I, I definitely, every time I've done, like, I just saw a movie for the, I went to the movie theater over the weekend, okay? Ooh. Did you for see everything everywhere all at once? Yeah, you know I did. You was know it good? I did. Oh, it was fucking amazing. Fantastic. But like even there, like when I find myself doing these things, there's this like weird energy that comes over me, like an excitement or something. Like I feel like a kid, whatever it is. And I don't know if it's excitement. I don't know if it's cabin fever, but my body knows like, oh, you're doing that old shit again. Mm -hmm. Like you're you're out there. You're, you're, you're doing some, like we're doing some 2019 type stuff. And I do feel that there is, I, I know there's some kind of energy swirling in the back. I don't know what it is, though. Yeah. There's this, like, there's an article in NCBI or the NIH.gov where they, like, kind of went through a handful of different things on this subject. And they come out and say, like, it's not a medic. It's not a medically defined condition. It's a folk syndrome right. commonly understood to refer to a bunch of different, you know, symptoms like anxiety, irritability, moodiness boredom the thing about like it feeling like you're a kid because like you're just coming coming in fresh like that that seems to like i i had i've witnessed things on like an airplane for instance a woman sitting next to me who yeah just seemed like all of a sudden very like childlike and like chatty and but also like was like I don't know. Just it was like everything that went through her mind was coming out of her mouth to like everyone. To and right. it was it was very close to becoming a situation where like I was gonna witness somebody firsthand get like taped to their seat, <laughs> which which seems to be a trend that they're just like, yeah, this is just how we deal with this now. Right. And it would have been funnier, but you know, it's 
It's scary, man. You know, your kids are right there. <laughs> seeing somebody like almost get into a fist fight with somebody who thought they thinks like think looked wrong at them or some shit. And it's yeah, it's wild. But anyways, this NIH article, I don't know, it, it like pulls some things together, just like that we're seeing like a rise in loneliness and anxiety and depression and self-harm and suicide attempts. But but that shit, like much like Will Smith, like that, that shit was already like going going in that direction. Right. These aren't 2020 problems. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, so... I don't know. I th- I think something they're not really pulling in, at least in this survey, maybe it like comes out in the individual articles that they're referring to that I did not pay for. But we are already in a period of profound loneliness due to the fact that like all of our social networks, like social groups, like the things that used to define you know human interaction, have been like infiltrated by social media and like branding and marketing like that right that has poisoned the well to a large degree that i think we're only slowly like kind of coming to terms with it's it it feels like yeah like the same kind of stories where like you're saying is this really like i get that the pandemic's exacerbating things but are we like is what are we focusing on a like one segment of a larger thing you know, yeah, like I would say the, we are like, like the that, tail, the the most recent chunk of a bigger problem, which is like all of these like societal ills people are experiencing constantly. And the then NIH article has like the you know technocrat like kind of positive spin where it's like fortunately we know that there are several potential antidotes to cabin fever, but it's like accessing outdoor space, you know, social connectedness. Working as a crew, setting goals and purpose for each day, like some pretty standard things that like you hear in mental health literature. But the the idea that like social connectedness and accessing outdoor space are like two of the keys to (laughs) defeating this. And we live in the United States of America where like that is almost like prohibited. (laughs) Like it's just so... Our cities have been built in concrete to not have like great outdoor spaces. They've been built with strodes and and now we have this capitalist technocrat world where they there isn't social connectedness, like in the way that I think humans were were meant to have it. And it's already like fucking us up. Man, we all should have came out of lockdown wearing fedoras. <laughs> like if everybody did it. Right. It would have been so much easier to make friends again. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, where'd oh, you get right. your fedora at? Oh, I got mine over at, you know, Hatland or whatever. You feel right. Like. No yeah. judgment. No judgment. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's a good fedora, too. Before, we are like, you'd see a fedora and like, this fedora-wearing motherfucker. But now you're like, oh, a fellow human. <laughs> yeah. If Biden had met, shipped us one fedora hat with, Fifteen one mask, fifteen COVID tests inside, one fedora. Yeah, Yeah, it's funny. Like so so often, I find myself like during this, you know, when I'm trying to like come up with solutions to help the version of society we find ourselves in. I'm like, oh, that's authoritarianism. However, authoritarianism to make everybody wear uh, fedoras, like I feel like that. You know, that's not gonna fuck your life. I can get behind that. See what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Shift the focus. Mm-hmm. Right. Low stakes authoritarianism. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? 
Exactly. I look, then that's how it starts. Cut to us, or like, uh, and then the three have decided we must give our blood every Thursday, and we're like, yes. <laughs> it started off as just give everybody fedoras as a goof, <laughs> and now we're eating your fucking brain. Thank you. Next thing you know, yeah. This, yeah. I mean, I, it's it, it is wild that yeah, like you're saying, the solutions to something that feels so broad like increased loneliness and isolation or whatever and people are feeling more anxious and like you're saying it really they're just being like hey man get off the fucking phone and right. computer and tv go fucking talk to somebody go outside experience what it's like to walk by a stranger and they're not trying to stab you okay right so you can begin to give yourself new data to say i don't live in a fucking terrible place where like everything is after me all the time. I mean, on some levels, sure, but in that in that broad, like, well, everything I see on the news says it's all fucked up. Like, go out there, experience the world, and that's really what I'm all I'm seeing from here is the antidote to all of this is connect again without the help of technology because that's the thing that's the part that's atrophying rapidly, like in all people. Or it could be uh, so the author of this NIH survey. The, also offers, uh, they said, one example of creative upstream campaign to support young people's mental health is launched in February this year and is called What's Up With Everyone? I led this project with the Academy Award winning filmmaker behind Wallace and Gromit and Shaun the Sheep, a very talented person, alongside okay. diverse academic, clinical and charitable partners aimed at 17 to 24 year olds, but also okay. accessible to a younger age range. It comprises five animated stories dealing with life challenges that young people told us they found tricky just now. Right. So, like, I, you know, look for the helpers, support the helpers. I appreciate them helping. This feels, you know. A, a little inadequate to what we're talking about yeah. and also well, you know any like community funded projects that are like government funded projects like the are i don't the know hearts they, in the right they, place you know the hearts in the right place that's, yeah that's what's important but i think we're we're missing like when we're trying to investigate like how we talk more you know 17 to 24 i never shared a single fucking thing i was actually feeling with anybody when right. You look at that age, seventeen to twenty-four, because like I feel like the evolution of getting in touch with your emotions is like some shit happens to you when you're a kid or whatever. You have your traumas that if you're like get into substance use, that ends up like being the fucking fuel tank that powers you through your twenties. And you're like, no, nah, man, as long as I keep like getting fucked up, like I think yep. I might burn some of this trauma off. And then you don't. You wear shitty khakis. With <laughs> you the wear shitty khakis. Destroyed in the back. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and for then way too long <laughs> for way too long <laughs> finally and go then, to therapy exactly you get then you reach that age where it's no longer cute to be partying all the time and then you really have to start asking in your friend group you're like yo i think they got a problem right but but in your mid-20s that shit didn't look like a problem it looked like a good time and then with a little bit of self-awareness some help by your 30s if you're lucky you're like hey man you good right like yeah and, yeah and like also like it's not weird for me to ask you that like and it's not being like yo why are you fucking asking me that like that we're all at a place of emotional maturity where i can just merely ask you just to check in and you can respond without any fear of judgment but we spent decades avoiding that process along the way also if you carefully select your friend group carefully enough they won't ever bring that shit up so <laughs> right, 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 you, you right. might need to check in with a loved one <laughs> but yeah no that's that's definitely 
It's definitely true. There's also a, a New Yorker article that's like from one of their writers who has like dealt with cabin fever and just writes about like just the wild shit that they found themselves doing, like making prank phone calls to his friend in New York, like at two in the morning and like not realizing it was weird until like, you know, 10 years later. And they're like, oh, wow, I, I was really struggling with cabin fever. But one of the, you know, like I, I feel like a New Yorker article written in, you know, a lively literate style or literary style is probably better suited to like uh, diagnosing folk maladies than maybe this like NIH like medical survey. But the one thing that I thought was interesting was that like the version, like the very uniquely American version of like Christianity and Jesus, like where Jesus like walks with me and talks with me and is like, you know, your own personal Jesus to quote a song was invented at camp meetings by frontier sufferers of cabin fever. And like, I I find that interesting because like that, that feels like how things actually evolve like how we deal with trauma is not that we as a society diagnose it and then like move uniformly in a direction of a cure and instead we create our own cultural and you know spiritual remedies that are you know often bizarre maybe embarrassing coping mechanisms but they become useful and then get digested and then echo down over generations and he also points to like many characters and like thinkers from literature, like, you know, Henry David Thoreau, who Americans really, really feel was basically like cabin fever was like his writing style or his like writing process was like giving right. himself cabin fever and then writing, writing down all the thoughts that occurred, occurred to them. Well, our folk maladies now are fucking terrible. So, yeah, else? when QAnon echoes into the next century, <laughs> right? Like, and that was coming at a time That's when people were so confused as to what was happening around them that they fled to 4chan. Yeah. And we're like, oh, fuck. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we'll see that when the annual gathering in Dallas in Dealey Plaza to await the, <laughs> await the return of JFK uh happens and everyone's being like and then this is when donald trump will become president You're like he died 70 years ago grandma mm. but who knows we'll see yeah who who does know <laughs> <laughs> really i'm just excited to see what happens with porno next yeah yeah that's, that's kind of the... just where i'm i'm focused on the future yeah no really <laughs> i mean i feel like the next the next big thing is that they have to actually like legalize sex work to allow like the free mm. flow of like capital, you know? So everything's not like, well, Visa or MasterCard doesn't want to handle that, but they'll surely wash your other ill-gotten gains uh, through their financial businesses. But anyway, yeah, enough about we, that. Yeah, I mean, uh, sports gambling, you know, but of course those are going to come first because they don't involve like puritanical, like, right prohibitions on sex which obviously is like the most american of impulses but eventually you know capitalism is going to swallow everything so that that'll probably get swept in there too and also as people become more and more lonely and can only interact with other people via like 
algorithms that are driven by like marketing firms, then you know right. that that might also be how people find partners. You know? That convergence would actually be th that we're dealing with all this data we've gathered on every single human being who uses the internet. And you couple that with sports betting and then people will take like someone's data that they have and then bet if they die alone or not. And like, that's our new, like our Whoa. new Vegas sports book. Holy where it's like, moly. you see the new book. It's like, yo, I think two, two, three, seven, oh eight is going to have one kid then get divorced, then remarry. Uh, to someone from their high school based on what I'm seeing here. I'm like, man, are you going to do a parlay on that? It's like, yeah, if I hit three, man, that's $14 million and I can I can get to Elysium. Oh, you mean <laughs> the entire industry of insurance adjustment? Yeah, exactly. Insurance but saying, like, that's where we we just, we're just like, fuck it, man, make it a game because nothing fucking matters and maybe the, now people will bet on this shit. That's what right. it feels like. You know what I mean? Like where, as you say that and everything becomes more perverse, like, you know, I say things like in jest and then like I kind of sit with it. And I'm like, well, what's stopping any of that from really happening? That's why we got to jump on these billion dollar ideas, you know? Exactly. Come to my thing called Sad Kings, uh, <laughs> where it's just you, you bet on people in real bad ways and you look at their demographic information and predict their life outcome. Yeah, Sad Kings is fire. <laughs> Sad Kings is great. <laughs> and it's kind of cool. We need that t-shirt. Sad yeah. Kings. Sad Kings. <laughs> the, the king from the card already looks pretty sad. So I guess you yeah, just have yeah. to yeah. make a, a few minor adjustments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But this, yeah, but this one's simping. It's all, this king is down bad. You know, yeah. that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of like having the sword behind his head, he's just got his hand on the back of his head. He's just like, yeah, yeah, because oh, he was about to ask like somebody for their number, but bailed on it because right, he's just right. so awkward <laughs> because he's too invested in the digital social media environment. <laughs> anyway, sad kings, check it out. Sad kings, Bet check on people's it out. Lives. Coming soon, coming soon. T-shirts coming yep. soon. Coming Bet soon. on people's lives. Well, Jamel, it's been such a pleasure having you on TDZ. Where can people uh, find you and follow you? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. It's uh, at Broccoli House, nonprofit comic on Twitter. And uh, yeah, Airbuds Pod is the basketball show. Sorry, we love football is the football show. Yeah, more to come. And follow through Dot Studio for uh, any sneaker related goofs and gags. Yeah. Do you have a team that like you most want to see do we, 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 i feel like we kind of already asked that but is there yeah like... i think i i think what i want to see most is the suns win wow oh yeah because you got money on it that's right yeah because i got some money <laughs> right, right 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 yeah back to sad kings you yeah. put money on that sad king chris paul who's looking yeah, yeah, pretty exactly pretty stellar. that's what i'm saying but hopefully, yeah, hopefully quarter, like, i was like oh this might be the one is there a tweet or some of the work of social media you've been enjoying uh, I've been enjoying my own tweet, uh, where I took the trailer for the reboot of original Law and Order and put, uh, 15 seconds of, uh, City of Gods by Fabio <laughs> over, over the top of it. Yeah. I've just been watching a lot. Nobody else has watched it. All 500 <laughs> views are me. Oh, hell Yeah. <laughs> I also liked your tweet. Do you think shit poster is going to be an official surname 100 years from now? Uh, I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> connection to what we were just talking about. Yeah, that's Dar connects Darryl, exactly. Daryl shit poster is on right, his way. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, of the 4chan shit posters? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As a matter of fact. Yeah, that was good. Go follow Jamal on Twitter at Nonprofit Comic. Great follow. 
Uh, Miles, where can people find you? What is the tweet you've been enjoying? Oh, man. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Obviously, we got Mad Boosties, the NBA podcast. Check that one out. Uh, latest episode with Roy Wood Jr. came out. It's really fun. And also the other podcast I do, 420 Day Fiance with Sophia Alexandra. If you like 90 Day Fiance and we, then what the fuck are you waiting for? Come listen to this podcast. Um, some tweets that I like. Let's see. There's this first one that I just read, which isn't really funny. It's just more like it's this like washed ass Twitter journalism shit. This guy, Zach Beauchamp, who is a writer over at, at Vox. He just tweeted this shit. I always see these tweets like they're once a week, which is Biden's collab with young voters is kind of mysterious. I've heard a lot of theories, but I'm not sure any one of them is all that convincing. Collapse? What the fuck? Did you say you collab or collapse? Co- Biden's collapse with young voters. Yeah. Huh. No, not collab. <laughs> it's collab. He's got a collab. He's collab. This ain't you guys Biden X millennial collab. Biden X millennial bailout. Not happening. But yeah, everyone, like, obviously the ratios were just at another level. But again, mm. it's so, it just fucking really it irritates me, man, when you have people who are like, running these websites where so many people just take in this information as like, this is the representation of the reality I'm in. And these people are asking like, I don't get why like young people aren't fucking with Biden. Like, are you even a millennial, bro? Right. Do you not even see it from there? Or are you just, are you like, what help me understand this? Anyway, here's a funnier one. This is from Molly at not Molly or silly tweeted. Okay. I'm sorry. I need to tweet because I can't take it. My 21 year, uh, 21 year old second cousin has brought a 57 year old man to Easter lunch. He has both ears pierced. He has frosted tips. He has said that's lit twice. I'm mm. vibrating with cringe and fascination. Wow. Just somebody with the dual piercings, frosted tips saying it's lit. Oh God. That's sounds like a man who's reached his final form. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he just picked a picked an aesthetic from the past. You know, he's lived through them all. He was like, "This is the yeah. one I like." Early, yeah, guy, early yeah. Timberlake. I choose this. Yeah, right. he fucked up my three sad guy parlay on Sad Kings, but ended up getting my Easter lunch. <laughs> Fuck. Ah, you were so close, man. I was so close. It's so... right there. You look at the stats. You're like, this one's nailed on. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm looking at the sabermetrics on this shit. It was, uh, it was right there for you, cousin. Dang. Yes. He's never said hello to a woman at a bar in his life. This was going the right, everything was going the right way. Just for me. trying trying some things out, you know. <laughs> Move fast and break stuff. So. Next thing you know, you got two ear piercings and you got the frosty tips. A tweet I've been enjoying. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien, and you can find me liking stuff like this. At Cody and Fridge tweeted, people be giving directions like head south, LMAO, okay, Lewis and Clark. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's just this tweet. Like, I'm not not huge on the feel-good animal tweets, but at Yoda forever tweeted, a bird discovers golf balls can bounce. Now it cannot stop playing. And this bird, I don't know. It's it's just wild. This bird picks up the golf balls, walks them over to some concrete, just like slams the shit on the thing. And then once they start bouncing, has like just the best reaction, just like pure joy. It's kind of like it reminds me of like parenting where like you get to watch kid your kid like discover bubbles and you're kind of like, oh shit. Yeah, bubbles are like kind right. of 
miraculous. Like that's yeah, a that's a weird thing. It's weird that those exist. Like they're they're fun. Like the watching a bird discover that golf balls can bounce is pretty pretty fun. I recommend it. See, that's the kind of content people need, not wasting hours on TikTok. <laughs> I'm pretty you know sure this mean? probably came from TikTok. I but. know, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right, back to TikTok. All right. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes on our footnotes, Footnote. where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode. Miles, what song do we think people should go check out? This is an artist. I think he's a Brit by way of Nigeria. I know he's Nigerian. This is Wayne Snow, and this track is called Figurine. And... This track is great. It's got like, need like a really super hard breakbeat sample, like with a super heavy bass line. And Wayne Snow is like one of these artists who dabbles in like so many different genres, but it all it ends up coming out just smooth. Mm. And in this one, this it's just got like some grit to it, but like you know his like falsetto singing on it too, like evens it all out. And so it's it's a very pleasant listen. And if you like hip hop or anything with like a good backbeat, you have to listen to this. Uh, and even if you don't, you should listen to it because it's objectively good. So this is Figurine by Wayne Snow. All right. Well, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us this morning. But we're back this afternoon to tell you what is trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.